to another episode of Cinema Red Pill. I'm here with my guest of last week. Am I like am I not allowed to be excited? Yeah. Yay, Philip and Joel. My favorite duo. We're a dynamic duo. Dynamic trio. Can you be a dynamic trio? Yeah. Doesn't exist. Or t- it has to be a T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tremendous. We are a tremendous, tremendous trio. The terrible trio. We are a tremendous trio. So we're going to pair Kubo and the Two Strings and Moana. And these are both animated movies. Uh, both uh, one is is done by a production company called Laika. That's Kubo and the Two Strings. Laika is more indie. Right? Yeah. Joel is nodding his head right now. Yeah, yeah. nodding. Uh, then Disney is Disney. Yeah. yeah. Disney is Disney. Yeah, who doesn't know Disney? So, what made sense pairing these two is because they both have a magic element. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Then they have a hero's conquest. Yeah. All of them are going out to search for something, some sort of self discovery. Yeah, hero's journey. It's mm-hmm. such a hero's journey. Both yeah. of they, they're very similar in so many ways. Yeah. That it made sense to pair something that's big you'll definitely hear about and something you may nah, the chances of hearing about Kubo are not as high as Moana. So we're going to start with Moana. For generations, this peaceful island has been home to our family. But beyond our reef, a great danger is coming. Legend tells of a hero who will journey to find the demigod Maui. And together, they will save us all. to give us some details on what more d- 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 don't get carried away because one thing let me inform you to <laughs> this film so Moana is about a chief's daughter that sets out on a quest to <laughs> like there's this blight that is killing the land and she is chosen by the ocean to, which is like this weird spirit thing they never quite explain. She's chosen by it to restore the heart of this creator goddess that was stolen by this demigod. She has to set out on a journey to restore the heart and get rid of this blight that's affecting the land. Her, her land, yeah. Yes, where her people live, the island where her people live. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Okay, Moana was really good, shockingly good. One thing, although it didn't shock me, it didn't disappoint me, which is two ways because it, there were moments I definitely saw coming, which brings the shocking part. It didn't shock me in any way because there were moments I definitely saw coming and they actually came. Yeah, and it did disappoint me because I wasn't bored, I was entertained, I was invested in this story, I. Teared up. I didn't cry. Okay. I teared up twice. <laughs> I teared up twice, which really shows how emotionally invested I was in this story. Yeah. So that's a plus, plus, plus times plus. But okay. it, it doesn't go without fault. 
Okay. Of course, there was real moments I'm like, come on, you really think anyone was going to buy that? Yeah. Some songs didn't sink in as much for me, but overall it was great. There's some things I loved. It was a different kind of Disney character. We're going to call her a Disney character. Okay, yeah, She sure. was, I loved her hair. I think I had I it really noticed. I think I was watching the... Because I'd watched that, that video of she has this song, How Far Will Go. Yeah. I liked it a lot. So they released the video with her in it. And one thing I really noticed was her hair. It's not Elsa's hair. You get you will see that she's a different type of princess. She's not the typical white princess. Although she, her voice is not exactly exotic. But the people in her chief turn like in her chief thingy, her grandma isn't it? It's not. It is. It, I didn't feel it. It was like pure Polynesian accent. What mm. did you feel? Her voice was legit. Because they have these little, they have these little inflections. Yeah, like the way they speak. Mm-hmm. There's a certain way they slur certain words, and she had that. I don't know yeah. why I didn't feel it. I think like, it was think more in the actions and the dancing. Mm-hmm. That's where you really felt. You like really felt it more than her voice. And people in her village had a distinctive voice compared to her. You could really tell as soon as she opened her mouth from when she was a baby compared to how her parents were talking. Yeah. So I would even almost feel like maybe they're in a different society and so she grows up with a different oh, accent really? or something. But it just wasn't as authentic as her parents in the Polynesian aspect. For me, everything was super authentic except yeah. The Rock. The Rock was the only person. Oh, the Rock. Was she was like, more in power with The Rock to me. Like the Rock, the Rock. That was like a legit like American accent. Maui, shapeshifter, demigod of the wind and sea. I am one hero of, of Mo- men. What? It's actually Maui, shapeshifter, demigod of the wind and sea, hero of men. I interrupted from the top. Hero of men. Go. Uh, I am. Sorry, 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 sorry. And women. Men and women. Both. All. Not a guy girl thing. You know, Maui is a hero to all. You're doing great. But like, Moana's accent and the rest of her village is legit. And the stuff with the rock might have worked because you're supposed to be this demigod out of this world thing. It's uh, <laughs> uh, uh, an, an interest since you're an animator, but I've advertised you as an animator. Which is fine. I don't you, know. You've not like given us some insights. Your your you yeah, because I cannot. This is not my type of animation. Even 3D stuff. I do okay. not know the technicalities. I just appreciate it as someone who. You know can see really really good stuff and i think they are this film is pretty much set on water the whole thing oh God. and the water is amazing the, the fact that they can uh, give water life character yeah yeah the hair is supposedly amazing but i'm not i, I did not see a big jump from the older disney films to yeah. this one yeah but it was still amazing the visuals were stunning and i just felt betrayed by the cinema because mm-hmm. oh. it's all yeah so I feel like we lost a lot of detail because of the quality of the cinema do you want to but call the visuals... exact cinema <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah. so that was uh, that was a real shame and I'm looking forward to see it in, in proper high definition unfortunately to be on a laptop or a TV yeah but I think the visuals are one strong reason to watch this film yeah okay now take it to town We'll take it. Oh, finally, I can ramble. Oh, so uh, for me, the biggest draw was the music. I have not had Disney like 
like Disney, the past few films, they haven't felt like legit Disney music, like that old school Beauty and the Beast, Lion King mm-hmm. stuff. Like the kind of like the kind of music you walk out of the film like humming, and that you remember that is memorable that you want to listen to more. Let and Frozen, yeah, I never went crazy for Let It Go, but that was about it. All the other, all the other songs are just kind of crap. Like the song about ice, no one remembers that song. But Alexis. There's no point to that. And even and even I was disappointed with how like the new that new jungle book movie butchered like the old songs. Oh yeah, that was also crap. But they butchered it. But like this hit it out of the park. These were fresh new songs, no nostalgia factor, and they made sense they were about like because Disney always plays up this whole musical type thing. Because you know, in like musicals, mm. in the songs, the character is always telling telling the audience something about themselves mm. or like a problem they're facing. Mm. So um, the song is always an opportunity to get inside the character's head and sort of yeah. feel exactly what they're going through. And this uses the music perfectly yeah. for me. Every I feel single, like they used it to progress the story as well. Yes, every single song was about we're facing this dilemma right now. Um, I'm trying to figure out whether I'm going left or right. So it made sense. They were like a welcome <laughs> addition. I wasn't like rolling my eyes when like a song <laughs> came up. Yeah, yeah, all cringing. And personally, for me, every song was awesome. Um, I don't know if we're allowed. Yeah, to my favorite. Yeah. Shiny song. Me too. Shiny song is my favorite. And it was about like this egotistical guy like singing about himself and his obsession with like shiny things. I'd rather be shiny like a treasure from a sunken pirate wreck. Scrub the deck and make it look shiny. I will sparkle like a wealthy woman's neck. Just to say. It was amazing. I just, I just like, I, I miss having just stuff that's just fun. That's just fun. Just put in there for fun, because like every movie is like super into doing hyper realistic, dreary, or this is how the real world is. I don't give a fuck. I know how the real world is already. I kind of like seeing I, the real world and how it is. So this dreamy stuff doesn't exactly. No, I want to see. Sometimes I want to see something different, especially in a kids movie. I want to see something There's different. There's room for everything. And be happy. True. Yes, there's room for everything, yeah. but I feel there hasn't been room for this kind of movie lately. Okay. Which is why I was happy to see the resurrection of like, it felt like an old classic Disney movie. And something that's timeless, except for one line, one, one joke about the Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> you guys, that, they put a Twitter fun, yeah. joke. I liked it. I didn't like it. Those are things that age movies. Surprising in a good way or bad way? In a bad way. Surprising in a bad way for me. If you hear a joke about telegrams in an old movie, it it, it makes sense. But it It dates the movie. Which is not a problem. You have to have gone to a particular history class. With what was happening in the film. Exactly. There is no portion of the future. Yeah, because it's something like a pop culture reference. It's a pop culture thing. A thing where social media is dominant, but they're like. There is no part of the future that is free of Twitter. It's not going to happen. It will happen. One day will be dated, and kids will watch this movie and wonder what these old people are talking about. It will encourage them to talk to the old people. They don't want to talk to the old people. But anyway, let's move on to Kubo and the two strings. If you must blink, do it now. 
Pay careful attention to everything you see. No matter how unusual it may seem. If you look away, even for an instant, then our hero will surely perish. It's time to follow my own path. My name is Kubo. This is my story. Another animated movie. Let me have myself. Yeah, please. Into the film. Yeah. So Kubo and the Two Strings is about a kid called Kubo. It's too easy. Mm-hmm. And Kubo is really set onto this path of a hero's conquest, where he has to discover who he is and has to get this armor. This armor is supposed to defeat the main villain. Yeah. So basically, most of Kubo and the Two Strings is about him trying to go into this quest to get this armor and kill the. I'm not going to spoil for why he eventually gets to know that he has to go blah 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 you will know but anyway Kubo is by Laika a production company and it's in what's, what's the name of the animation? the animation stop is motion. done stop, stop motion. motion animation mildly they stop were, motion they were geniuses at that by the way the animation is interesting to look at yes but you can only be fascinated so much about what animation is going on before you're invested in the story yeah so uh pass I think, let me get it to it straight up. Yeah. Cool, oh my god. Okay, the animation was cool. I was yeah. I was happy with what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. But Kubo's story starts and he goes on his quest. Yeah. They never even give him... I never feel like he faces any difficulty. He's able to go through these milestones so fast with no reason. Yeah. Then this filmmaker had an obsession with memory loss. It was played out three times. You people, three times. And the obstacles that Kubo was going through. Let's do this in comparison to what Moana was going through. Her obstacles were exciting for me. There's a scene we did talk about in Moana, which you guys specifically talked about not liking. There yeah, because I'm allowed to talk about that. For, for no, we, we can talk people. about there were some coconut people in Moana you guys didn't like them you prepared adored that scene Screw that. I, I that adored scene. it I enjoyed seeing her overcome them I did not oh, enjoy it seeing was a filler. Yeah, yeah. it was a straight up filler I, you people me and this is what I felt about like as film this is what I felt about Kubo and the two strings no the whole, the whole, the whole film, film was, was filler <laughs> that was, that whole film was a filler it was movie filler material. it was filler the movie yeah. but yeah <laughs> Kubo, 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 oh my god, I wasn't invested in his story. That That's one thing that I was invested, I cried. <laughs> no, I didn't cry. You cried? I, oh, wow. I, 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 I teared up. My eyes got teary on some scenes in like, in, 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 in Moana. Kubo. Oh, okay, Moana. Moana. Oh. Nothing, I had no emotional response, right, yeah. no drive or intrigue. Uh, and it's killing me because I'm seeing so many people fascinated by this film. So anyone listening to this review, yeah. watch it. Because we may be the outliers of poor just fake. No, like, we're not fake. We, we may be we just found fake. That movie, that movie is trash. We legit, found legit, people legit not found people. Like it. It's like trash, go. man. <laughs> that movie is trash. I, teared, I, I teared up in Kubo when I realized I had 40 more minutes <laughs> to watch. My, my views are quite brief. The fact that yeah. if I watch this film last week it's so forgettable first of all yeah yeah i i for the life of me i'm, I'm struggling to remember the plot 
because <laughs> it, it has like it's sort of a collection of moments rather than yes. one cohesive continuous story yeah and it had some really cool parts some really strong characters that were really betrayed i think yeah uh, i'll give an example of the what some of the villains you had these two evil sisters they looked really really cool and they had like I don't know, strong yeah. motives, but the way they sort of dissolve through these characters, like Sharon said, the, the ease with it, with which mm. he, he flows he through his yeah, whole thing. breezes through it's everything. Easy. It's actually like you're, you're reporting. You, know how <laughs> you, you send someone to one buy shot, you come back and you report, this is what happened. Da-da-da-da. Yeah, and then this happened. Yeah. So it's not like a, an extended storyboard, which is such a shame, I think. Yeah. And I don't know why. I can't put my finger on exactly what was wrong with it. Yeah. Because I think first you have to identify what what they did right. Mm-hmm. Which is like one thing. The visuals were done yeah. right. The visuals were just right. did. Which man they just betrayed the whole thing. Yeah. I wonder, I really wonder the right what words. Disney could have done with Google. It's curious. Yeah. Yeah, actually, personally, I wouldn't want Disney to do a film like Kubo. I feel yeah, they would, yeah, they would Disneyfy it and butcher it. But Joe, and, yeah, butcher before it. you get into it, okay. one thing I don't want to forget talking about. Yes. The Japanese setting yeah. and the uh-huh. American uh-huh. accent. I cannot believe I have read Eats. Well, so George Takei is in there as a token character. He's American Asian, isn't he? Yeah, but he's a proper token. He comes yeah. like for one. He's a token Japanese guy. You're introduced to this entire Japanese thing. Your grandmother, a grandmother. You know, at least Moana tried with their grandmother to really not have a basic accent. You but that was legit. Is American upon American accent. Yeah. It disturbed me, it threw me out of it. I actually had to stop, wrap my head around it, and then watch it the next day to try to be okay with what was going on. That's how bad things were for me. Yeah. I don't understand how these things can only bother a minority. And <laughs> Joel, and Joel, one of the characters that they fronted eh? yeah. as, as one of like the really strong or inspirational characters was one of the dullest I've ever seen on screen. Yeah. With the father character. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like I don't even know how to start. It bored my life. The beetle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Joel. Oh yeah, okay, so first of all this film was a betrayal by like a production company. We have grown up with them watching the movies. <laughs> I love Coraline. Sort of my favorite, my all times, my top ten favorite animated films of all time. These guys have such a great way of like capturing these massive ideas in such small, tiny settings, and there's so much charm to the whole stop motion thing when you when you think about how much work actually goes into it. Yeah. To, and it shows yeah. because every little scene in that movie will matter if you have to fucking work on like every year by hand, every yeah. microsecond. I totally agree with you. Yeah, you will not I just do some do anything. One yeah. of my favorite all time films is Corpse Bride. Yes, oh, Corpse Bride is another fantastic is amazing. film. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Also stop motion. But with this movie, they, I think, did like like 80% of their focus must have been on the visuals. 
and revol- revolutionizing what you can do with like stop motion graphics because they have this thing since uh, Paranorman where they're mixing CGI with stop motion and trying to do this cool little thing and yeah that's quaint and yeah things look pretty and everything but the story the story sucked because <laughs> Paranorman? Okay, yeah no no Paranorman was great Paranorman fit very well in the theme with movies like the other movies, Box Trolls and Coraline. Yeah, where they have this supernatural element going mm-hmm. on and you have these kids sort of thrust into these adult situations. Great stories, great characters, and they're always restricted to the small location. I don't know what, I don't know who talked to them and who made them think, let's do an epic film, let's do a fantasy epic. Because mm. they really, really suck at it. The writer basically just copy pasted all the fucking plot points from every fantasy epic you've ever watched without <laughs> without giving them any sort of personality or thinking them through or giving them any sort of impact. So it just feels like a fake movie. Yeah. The graphics are great. He uh, Philip talked about the scene with the sisters. That shit is fantastic. It's haunting <laughs> with their masks and everything. Amazing. But the dialogue, first of all, yeah, you talked about the accents. The accents, first of all, kill it. And then the actual dialogue is just garbage. It feels <laughs> like it's like a direct-to-TV movie. Yeah, For those of you that have, like, DSTV, if you watch, like, Kids Call, like, just a trash... Yeah. Shitty movie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, if you watch, like, a hunchback of Notre Dame, like, the direct TV movie, it's just trash. Just, just, <laughs> just somewhere, like, feeling, 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 like, a thing you like, the tax returns, like, this just shit out a movie. That's what it felt like. So I'm torn. On the one hand, they put so much work into it, but the story sucked. Like, there's no impact. You've talked about like the character just breathing through everything, everything. which he does. He has zero. He's never challenged by anything, cause he this magically does some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like like we said, the first act starts very strong. Mm. One thing you need to mention: there's blood in this movie, <laughs> which which raised my hopes up even more. Like this blood within like the first two minutes, and you're no, like, no, you're like this is like, some shit. Yeah, you're like this stuff. is some serious. Yeah. What am I getting into? This animation is going exactly. to kill me. So I thought it was going when to be this. Happens. Yeah, I thought it would be this dark fairy tale sort of thing. I mean, but when it we doesn't. get into the mom just being so subdued and just there. Doesn't yeah. make sense because oh really see, what is this? Because scenes happen later, and all of a sudden she's not subdued. Yeah, it was iffy. She's not. And she can remember everything, right? So like, were there any real classes for you with Kubo? Uh. There were moments, there were bits and pieces Which that moments? sort of woke me from my stupor. Um. Like I said, uh, the action scenes involving the sisters. Yeah. Mm. I think that they were the most. Uh, I really, I really. The, the, the only poem was that it was sort of an anticlimax, saying that those are like the. Uh, they were the build up to the main boss. Mm. So, like in a video game, how you work exactly. on the characters. Mm. Yes. By the time, like the second last is that epic. Yeah. You're, you're like, imagining like the boss characters being amazing. So that was anticlimactic. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought I thought that those two sisters held. Those two well. sisters were more effective for you. They would have to have had a good thing that was going on for you in the film. 
No, I, no, I have mentioned the mm. opening scene. That's a positive. Yeah, that's for a me, positive. strong positive. The sisters were great, even though yeah. they are watered down for the rest of the film. So, they also arrive, like the rest of the movie, it arrives with a bang yeah. and then, and then just fizzles out to be and disappoints you. But yeah, in terms of now coming back to how we are sort of pitting Moana and Kubo together, you've talked about how the ending of Kubo felt like an anti climax. Moana might have fallen into that category what? for me almost. Except it had a nice song that redeemed it. The music is such a plus for me. If that song was not there, nothing would have been. It would have been like like this villain is shit and this whole climb yeah, this whole climax is crap. We go, we go with the boats, you guys big Exactly. And this this film's actually a lot similar. What if the, the the cinematic experience is different from the yeah, home experience? Yeah, it's possible. Because all of us have watched it at home, and all of us have watched Mo- Moana in the theater. What if it's different? No, Moana is still amazing. What if it's different? It would still be amazing. Could you give me the benefit the songs of the I'm just curious about one thing. You've said it has received lots of critical acclaim, right? Too much. What what exactly are they saying? Maybe we're the visuals are amazing. The They're saying the, the story is so good. So the visuals are amazing. Are that's the part they lose me is they, the story they, they, is so good. They, they actually say they enjoy the story and Kubo's journey. Do you know all the things we hate? They yeah. enjoy the Japanese theme it has going on yet we can't stand how they have American accents. For them, they be too kawaii. Because I think shit. it's like this quaint, little charming yes. indie it's, film. For them, like, they are looking it just at amazing. it as a step up. Most people are looking at it as Lycra's like best film. Oh my god! You're like, and are you fuck joking? That is not Lycra's like best film. Are you joking? Corruption. Yeah. Who, what is this? Um, yeah, it, it will wind up winning like an Oscar. It's, it could go that far. It's already nominated with every other award, so we are probably headed to that Jesus side. Oh, okay, boys. I think we're done here. We've ranted and raved. Not nearly enough. Not nearly enough. <laughs> all, I think mostly what we could say is watch Moana in the theater before it's all. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. Support like, this it's movie. a great film. That highly recommended. If you land on Kubo, yeah, watch it. Box. Just to get, get your opinion. Disagree with us. If you don't with cook, us, well, it's okay if you don't know. watch it. Mm. Don't Tell John how he's an asshole. Stop hating. Okay, guys. It's okay. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode of Moana and Kubo on the Two Strings. I've been here with uh, Kubo on the Three Strings. Pencil Man. TM. Pencil Man TM. Oh, Philip. And no one cares about me. It's a slave okay. name. Jesus. Say your slave name also. <laughs> My slave name is Joel. TM. No, my name is thought by my parents because they like it. It's yeah. Sharon. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. This has been Cinema Red Pill. Um, if you agree or disagree with our views, please email me at Sharon at cinemaredpill.com. And we're on iTunes. If anyone has their iPhone, people have iTunes. Yeah, and you want uh, to subscribe to, to, the, to the podcast, please put iTunes and put Cinema Red Pill. Otherwise, thanks for listening. Uh, bye-bye. See the light where the sky needs to see. It calls me. And no one knows.
telling how far I'll go. The case in point here is that if you're to count how many Disney princesses there have been, will you not put Moana? She is in that category. She's in that number. She's not they are now, princess. I think, uh, 16. She doesn't wear a crown. You know the typical Disney princess? Yeah, there's, there's definitely a She's shift. She's not a Disney princess. Would you call right? Mary a, a Disney princess? She is a Disney princess, officially. So are you going to announce that? Are we really up? arguing about this? So no, no, yeah, it's just a technicality. It's a technicality. Like in Mary the wasn't a Disney princess. Yeah, but Disney has put her in that category. It's what is what we're saying. That's the point. Mary da was. No, we're saying like officially. She wasn't a Disney princess. No, we're saying officially. Disney always. But Disney did. 